One aspect of working with projects in Xcode that isn't ideal is pulling in and working with third-party libraries. You usually have two options, either link in a static library, which usually resolves in setting some linker flags, copying headers somewhere, and setting up the relevant framework and header search paths to point to the right locations. This is pretty cumbersome, and if you just want to pull in a quick library, it's often too much work. So most of the time, people just copy source files from a library project into their own projects and compile them along with everything else in their project. This gets a little bit complicated when you want to keep the library up to date, or if the project is configured to use ARC, but yours is not. If you want to mix ARC and non-ARC files, you have to use compiler flags for each and every file, and so it becomes quickly painful. So one solution I found to this problem is CocoaPods, and this makes consuming third-party libraries really easy. If you're familiar with RubyGems, then you'll really like this. Now installation is pretty easy. CocoaPods is available as a gem, so if you have Ruby on your system, it's as easy as gem install CocoaPods. If you don't have RVM, you'll probably need to prefix this with sudo. Now once that's installed, you just run pod setup, and this will make sure all of your specs are up to date. To search what's available, you can either run pod list, which will give you a full list, or you can just search for something. Here I have a sample CocoaPods project, and I'm going to create a pod file in this folder. Now the format is similar to a gem file. First we need to note our platform. And next, we need to list out any dependencies that we want. Once we're done, we can now run pod install and the name of our Xcode project. Now this is going to create a workspace, add our project to that workspace, and add all of the pods that we specified into a pods project, and statically link that with a library. Now note that it tells you that we need to use our sample workspace instead of the project that we had before. If we take a look here, we've got a pod file, a podfile.lock, a pods project, and a new workspace file. So let's go ahead and open that. And here's what got generated. We can see we have a pods project. Inside of there is a pods folder with all of the different pods that we added. And inside there are source files. It's even smart enough to know which one of these uh, needs ARC or not, and can conditionally compile each one of them with ARC support, depending on what the pod spec file has specified for each one of these projects. So now we need to get that to be used inside of our sample project. If we go take a look inside of our project, there's a new pods.xc config which specifies some of the new settings that we need. Now these should be picked up automatically, but if your project defines any of these values, they're going to get overridden by your project settings. So double check all these settings and make sure they're all working. If we go to the CocoaPod sample project, click on the target, and then on build phases, under link binary with libraries, we should see the new static library listed there below. So let's go ahead and try to use this inside of our project. Inside of my view controller, I'm just going to uh, interact. I'm going to import the header file at the top. If you get an error at the top here, you may need to check your header search paths. And I had to do this in one of my projects. To do that, go back to the project and double check a couple of settings. User header search paths should not have a value here. 
if it does have a value, make sure that it at least has the dollar inherited value as its first option. After that, you can add any other ones you want. The dollar inherited will make sure that it inherits it from the XC config file that pods gave us. Also, you may need to make sure that always search user search paths is cleared to its default value. Notice you can see it's bold here, which means it's set at this level. So if I just hit delete, it will unset it at this level and inherit its default value of yes. Now take a look at the wiki if you need some detailed instructions on how to do this. There's some troubleshooting steps at the bottom if things aren't working correctly. And Xcode is a little finicky, so you may need to do some tinkering to get this to work. But once you have it working, pods will just put each new dependency inside of this project and you'll only have one thing to link against. So it minimizes the amount of issues you might have down the line. As a demonstration to this, let's go ahead and use something from our pods. SV Progress HUD is a really good way of showing progress uh, on a nice little black modal window that is uh, non-intrusive to the user. Now off camera I added some changes in here to show these things in action just to demonstrate that all these things are wired up correctly so I'm using uh, AF networking to issue a network request and SV Progress HUD to show status of that request. In our nib file we have we have a button and a text view and those are all wired up and in the handler for our button we're showing the progress window. We're issuing a request for google.com and on success of that we're dismissing the HUD with a message of done and then setting the response onto the text view and if that request fails then we say failure in the log and display the error on the HUD and finally we begin the operation. So let's go ahead and run this and it works and that's CocoaPods. I have really high hopes for this project and development seems active and they've got plenty of libraries there. But what happens if the library you want to use doesn't have a pod spec yet? You can easily create a pod spec for any custom project that doesn't have one by calling pod spec create and the name of the project. That will generate a stub pod spec file in that folder that you can then edit. This is the pod spec file it generated. It includes comments for all the settings that you'll have to fill out for this pod. And when you're all done, you can uh, just remove all of the comments, commit this to a repository, and submit a pull request to the CocoaPod Specs repository. And this is where all the specs currently come from for all open source pods. If you have an internal project you'd like to use CocoaPods with, you can do that as well. Just point the dependency to the pod spec file or a Git repository, and CocoaPods will work seamlessly. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you again next week.